What's up, y'all? It's so good to be back. It's so good to talk on this mic again. I got some things to tell you. I got some updates to give you. Not today, but soon. First and foremost, we are back in Illinois. We are in a town called Downs. It's a very nice little town in a house full of wonderful people. We live in the basement at this current moment. And the reason why this took two, maybe even, what was it, 11, probably about two weeks. Let me see, 10 days. Yeah, about uh, maybe a little bit under two weeks, but about two weeks until since we moved. And I think my last episode was around this time was because it was not only a lot going on, it was um, I just needed some things to happen so I can really give you a good episode. And uh, that way I could, you know, just have some good material. Um, so sorry, my bad. I got a little distracted. I hear the dogs are trying to come down here. Uh, we, we There's a pit bull in the house that likes to lay on our bed. And they got in trouble last night for eating our cough drops and shit. So anyway, yeah, we made a decision to move uh, back to Illinois. Uh, this kind of goes against the shirts that I made that uh, state fuck Illinois. But we wanted to do what was best for our family. And I'll give you a little bit of a breakdown about Florida. Florida, especially when you live in the Midwest, is a hot spot. Actually, if you live anywhere that's not in the South, I think it's a little bit easier living in Georgia, living in, um, you know, Alabama, Louisiana. These things are pretty far South because most of the year it's still pretty, you know, pretty warm. I, I could imagine. I know in January one time we went, it was like 50 degrees in Louisiana when we had went on our date, our first um, cross country date. But uh, sorry, man, it's really distracting when she's disciplining the dogs. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can, if you guys could pick her up, but that'd be funny if you could. Yeah, it was freezing cold. And actually, when we had when we were leaving Florida on the twenty fourth, it was like 30, 38 degrees or something. So it, it was a it was fucking it was a mess. But anyway, we decided around October to go, and uh, I was I was upset with it. I did not want to go. We we moved out of Illinois to not come back. So for us to just let him, he's just no, no, go, go. See Bosco interrupting the podcast. He's a good dog, but he's just an asshole. Um, so anyway, we had decided to uh, make this transition. Her parents were were a big deciding factor in it, basically because uh, you know without sugarcoating anything, we weren't going to be able to afford it. The breakdown of Florida, Florida is the most expensive place in America outside of New York. I had heard that, you know, in New York is the most expensive, which I understand. But I watched or was online and looked at something and something had popped up saying that uh, Florida is now the most expensive state to live in. And I agree. Our rent was $2,000. Now, the thing is, it's not necessarily that the rent was that much. We lived in a luxury apartment home. That was the pretty much the the standard. Now, I, I say $2,000. I'm rounding up. It was like 1970-something or 1950-something. It's basically two grand. And and that was just rent. And so when you go anywhere else, they're asking for six, fourteen hundred for a studio, twelve hundred for a studio, fourteen hundred to fifteen to sixteen for one bedroom, seventeen two bedroom. It's two bedrooms like eighteen to nineteen. You know, when you're getting these prices everywhere and you can't find anywhere to go, what are you supposed to do? Like in Illinois, things are way cheaper. So the cool thing about it that I will speak on was that it's it's there's no state tax. So 
with it being no, uh, no state tax, you see a little bit more of your dollar. I know that uh, when I got my check, I was making 18 bucks an hour, probably about three or four months after we moved there. I was making 18 bucks an hour, and the I think my check was about 12.47 or something. So after taxes, it was like 1,200 some bucks. When we had first moved down, our rent was 16 something. It's like 16.50 something. My girl says 17, but I remember 16. Oh no, it was 16 something at first, but we got the renovated apartment. We had a newly renovated apartment, and the apartment was, yeah, that's why it was an extra 100 bucks. So it was 17 something. And we were able to manage that, making 16, 17 bucks an hour. Or 17 and 18 bucks, I'm sorry. I'm looking at so many different things. My phone just lit up too. So I got I'm I'm going to not get distracted, I promise. And get to the fucking point. But so we were able to see, you know, our budget. We were able to break break even. My girlfriend had a little bit less bills than me, so she, you know, got to retain a little bit more of her money. But I know that uh we were at twelve hundred or just under twelve hundred bucks for the budget for, you know, to pay rent, have my car note to, you know. So it worked for a while. And on top of that, I was not really Instacarting or DoorDashing at the time, I don't think. I, I think that was like next year where I really got into it. Or maybe sometime later in the year. But we we were just like, you know, going off those checks. I didn't want to Instacart. I was tired when I came home. I wanted to go to the gym. I wanted to spend time with my girl. I wanted to explore. We were in a new state and a new city that I've never got to be in. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that shit. So it it was really hard on us financially. And then when I come to find that everybody is this way, that everybody isn't getting paid like that, there's specific niches like construction, welding. I think welding because uh, one of my ex's friends moved out there and he was welding. And I, th- I don't think it's, I don't know if it's his wife right now, but uh, I don't believe his partner is working. I think he's paying all the bills. So if he's able to have a house and do that and they, they'd be okay, I mean, I think it's worth it. But there's specific things that make money and a lot of people don't. So everybody in Illinois is, or as Florida is in that spot. So when we found out that she was pregnant, her parents were like, we, we want you up here. You know, this is her support system, my support system. This is um, a place where our dollar actually goes further. We thought, you know, it actually turned out to be the other way. And this is really just a notice for you to kind of trust yourself on your journey and whatever you're doing, because all, only good things have happened since we decided to do that. And I was really bummed at first. I was actually sad. I remember her parents were trying to cheer me up and shit like that. And I just could not form a smile. I, I, I was thinking about being away from my daughter. How are we going to make this work? And, and we ended up actually it all came in. It all came together. And I didn't, but I didn't see it till the end. And then once I started seeing like, these are good things because I don't want to fucking Instacart every day. And if I had to take, you know, if I had to pay every single bill, I would never be off work. I would never rest. I would be Instacarting every single day, all day. To, and, and then it's not even guaranteed. I'd be Instacarting and DoorDashing to make sure that we, that her credit card is paid for. I mean, we would go into debt completely. We weren't getting state benefits. We were just breaking even. With my, I was making 50k a year. She, her, the jobs are unbearable. People are just fucking stupid. It was, it was a really difficult thing. And now, that doesn't mean that I love, hates Florida. My girl hates Florida, but that doesn't mean I hate Florida. I still love the weather. I still love the, the beach. I still love the foliage and the plant life and the animals and stuff like that. I love that it's different. It's big, but everything. That's it. 
<laughs> the price it's expensive to live there you know if you're rich then fine if you have family that's already there and have their roots there uh and you could stay with them or maybe they have property that they don't stay at and you can pay them for at a reasonable rate or whatever and it can work out then it can work out and that's great if you can buy a house then i think you could be locked in but at a, at a better price but you have to be making some money like at least 50k when i was making 50k if, you, if my ex's rent is 1100 you know she doesn't make shit but if I was, uh, man, we could, we could do with, with, uh, with that then. I think that we would have been able to stay there. Not, well, I mean, having a kid, we couldn't do that, but her working and me working, we would have been able to make that work a little bit better and probably at least stayed until, you know, the end of our lease. But then again, we would have bought a house. Sorry. Anyway. So yeah, we moved back and, and I, I have a job as a residence hall coordinator at, uh, ISU. I just got my offer letter yesterday. And uh, it's a really good job that I'm excited about. There's some great benefits to that. We'll talk about that later. But my relationship, my daughter is great. I mean, it just all, only good things have come from it. My ex is bitter and she thinks that, you know, I'm leaving my daughter. But I started a paternity case, which I will not discuss at this current moment. But that just ensures that that I have rights. Basically, we're establishing paternity and then I get rights and all that. But the the message today wasn't just leaving Florida and all that. I did want to include everybody on what's going on. And I appreciate you all for listening. It, you know, the episodes are still going up. And I'm actually I just looked at, at the year in wrap up. I created 480 minutes of uh, of content and. I think that's about 91% more than people in the category. So I'm even with me not, you know, doing anything over the past couple of weeks, I still created more content throughout the year than everybody else. Damn near. So I think that's pretty cool. And I think that gets my podcast recognized. Also, before I move on to the, the real thing that I want to talk about for a couple minutes is. Um, nope, it's gone. So I forgot. So. I, I want I really want guys to be better. <laughs> I, I want I want you all to do better and make better decisions. Me and my girl were talking today and we, we were just talking about the whole scenario that I can't really give too much information on right now just because it has to pass. Everything has to kind of come into fruition so I can know exactly what I'm talking about and not sound like an idiot. But bitter women are just the, the bane of existence. My ex has always been, and I, I'm not speaking to her character because I don't want a defamation suit, but she, you know, there's just bitter women that make things difficult for no reason. So when we had left, we were trying to create a parenting plan and just her being who she was, she didn't acknowledge anything about the parenting plan. She wanted to argue about the way I, I said, we need you to come get our child on this day. At that point, we knew that we there was no talking. I mean, like we knew that just from interactions over, you know, over the years. But it got to a level to where how am I supposed to? We can't even have a conversation. We're trying to talk about summer. We're, we're trying to make sure that she's that she's here in Illinois and this and that. Uh, I wanted to keep her all summer. Why not give you a break? And then I'm happy because we're going to be doing long distance parenting. She'll be staying here. So there's no, she, she wants the control of the whole situation. So I went ahead and, and Instacarted and saved the money that I needed 
in order to start a paternity case. Now, this doesn't take anything away from her, really. We came up with the plan, and then we went ahead and let her know this is what is going to be happening. I'm going to be sending this new amount of money, which is a $50 increase to what I, a $70 increase to what I was sending her. I'm going to be sending this amount of money. These are the dates that I want to see her. Does that work for you? She didn't look at the schedule. She didn't like approve anything. She's just being difficult for no reason. And uh, I went ahead and gave it to the courts. And um, yeah, so I did it in a way that we don't need a lawyer. You could just, here's what what I'm doing. I want to establish paternity because I am her father and I should have rights. And she can, she whenever she could become um, vindictive, she can take that away if I don't do this. I, I live out of state. I knew this was going to happen. And she, she, she doesn't like that. She wants to be in complete control. And this is the problem when it comes to finding other women. Now, I'll stop right there when it comes to that. And I'll update you somewhat soon. I'll, I'll keep everybody updated in the saga. And I'll give a little bit more information. I just have already kind of trailed on too much. I just want to get to the point. When it comes to picking women, you have to be very, very careful. I absolutely adore my daughter, daughters, uh, Ren, who will be here in March. And I have my wonderful, soon-to-be eight-year-old daughter, who I love very much, who's helped me to change and transform my life. And it's just just, just the light of my life. I um, actually get to call her today. And she just, you know, it just, her mother is just, yeah, I can't speak to her character again, but you know, I listen to other podcasts. I'm sure I've talked about many things before. These these are things that I can prove. I mean, I'm not, I guess if I'm saying the truth, it's not a defamation of character. So like, um, you know, she's done things to make things difficult just because she can, just because, she, again, she wants to be in control. What What is that? It's not about her. And that's what I'm trying to get her to see. So when you're going to go see these these girls, when you're picking these women, when you're fucking with these girls, one, I want you to find somebody who is worth the time. So I fell out of love with my ex early on in the relationship. Then she got pregnant. And I was trying for years to make it work and, and to be happy and, and change some things and do this. But I was not in love with her the whole relationship. That doesn't mean I didn't love her or care about her or care about the relationship. It just meant that that feeling, that in love feeling wasn't there after she was began being abusive. That's not a lie. I mean, she's done. I have pictures, I have video, I have, I have witness evidence. I mean, she can't, she can't, you know, get upset and, and try to threaten legal action because it's true, but I should have left then. It's so important that you, that you listen to your parents, that you listen to your, the people that are actually worth something in your life, mentors, maybe people that are in your gauntlet, your friend group that have a good opinion about things because when you decide to think with your dick or when you just think with your emotions as a man, you, you're not going to get good benefits. You're, you're not going to get the what you need out of it. Me trying to do the right things with the wrong people have got me in more trouble than I care to be in. Uh, my my ex-wife just, just trailing the divorce on for no reason. It's just for what? What do you get out of this? That was a funny thing. Like, what do you get out of this? She can't answer. She's not going to the courthouse. She's not doing this. So it just dragged on. I'm checking the court docs to see if she submitted her papers, her response to my divorce. Is she going to contest it? Is it not contested? Like, what is it? Um, and, and she just didn't answer. She didn't answer the phone. She didn't answer the. So that's my fault. 
but also at the same time, you only know what you know. And I understand that because I only knew what I knew at the time. And and one thing that's frustrating is that I didn't have anybody in my corner saying, John, man, what are you doing? This is the right, right, wrong move. I had too many people's yes men saying, you know, this is a good thing. Because, I mean, you you know, you get married and from a, a religious point of view, it's a good thing. But I didn't have the experience that I needed to get married. I didn't have the the knowledge I needed to get married, the the self-assuredness, the relationship I needed to get married. It was a stupid idea. And it dragged on tw- uh, 14 years. Well, how old are I? I'm 32 now. I don't think I've ever said my name on the, my age on the podcast. Congratulations. This is a special episode, you guys. You know my, my you know my age now. Fuck. So, <laughs> um, I remember when I was 18. So it was about 12 years. Well, damn, 14 years. No, nah, 13, because um, we did it in, it was last year, so I wouldn't, no, no, that was 32 last year, 14 years. Damn. So I was married for 14 years because she didn't, quote unquote, get the information that I was sending her to end the divorce in my 20s. So just irresponsibility all around on my end as well, you know, regardless of the lack of guidance and information that I had, I still have the ability to make logical decisions and I were, I wasn't making them because I was trying to do what I thought was the right thing what was the right thing and what is even more disappointing is I'm talking to my dad and he, at one point he looked at uh the picture of Savannah who was allegedly my daughter or who I wanted to be my daughter who has been taken out of my life years ago by her mother when I was trying to do the right thing let's get that straight he he didn't he said uh i was thinking then that she didn't look like you and i remember on the phone i was like doing instacarting for this this paternity case so i could pay for it and i was just sitting there really disappointed because he called me to talk about my fucking stupid little brother and we're talking about these things and i was just like man what the fuck who gives a shit like he said i'm like why didn't you say something he was like well you know when you're in love you i can't tell you anything and to a certain degree that's true you know you want you want what your idea is in your head to be there, but at the same time, that's where that fucking guidance comes in. And I'm just kind of sickened. Me and my girl are sitting there, and I'm like, I needed help. I needed somebody to say, Jonathan, to, to, you know, it, it just looking back is such a disappointment because I made so many mistakes that didn't have to be made. And all of them would happen if I was had just a little bit more security in myself and what I'm doing and maybe a little bit of direction so I can know what I want to do with myself and my life is it's disappointing and then shout out to Amanda that's uh my my uh girlfriend's mother for raising great boys who aren't man her her son Jacob man, and Jared they don't they don't chase these bitches and they're not super they they had their mother I didn't have my mother so uh for a, for a large portion of my life. I mean, I could call her, but I didn't have her living with me and teaching me and stuff, so I didn't have that they they're solid in who they are as men because they're not chasing these women. And uh her brother's focused on school, he's focused on spending time with his family. He he has more fun doing that. I don't see him always on the phone with a girl. You know, um he's a handsome dude. He has all the talent in the world. He's smart as hell. He's going to get somebody eventually, but like that's her whole family. Hunter, super handsome, fucking stud athlete, wrestler, football player, doesn't give a fuck about these bitches. <laughs> just like he's he's more he's not trying to whore around or do anything like these are good men that are going to make good husbands. And that's the that's the next point is that. When you are looking at these women 
think about your future. If you don't want kids, do do you? If you want kids, marry her. You need to marry her. This is mandatory. In this space that we call red pill, um, really it's just the reality. This is a red pill for you all too. When you are unwed and you have a child, you have no rights as a father. You have to go to the through the courts to establish paternity. That's what I'm doing right now. Why it wasn't done before? Because I didn't know. I signed the birth certificate. It's just ignorance. It takes a simple Google search, but we're we're living our life. We're not worried about this. And for the longest time, me and my ex, we were able to, even though things got bad and our communication has always been terrible, we were able to eventually get to, okay, this is what's going to happen. That's what's, you know, we were able to, okay, this is the money I'm going to give you. I remember at the time earlier when we lived together, I just paid half everything. When I moved out because I broke up with her, if she bought anything, I just paid half. I needed to see a receipt and I just gave her half the money. Um, and every week I know I gave her something for school. And then when we moved, my girl set up a system to where, you know, this is a, a fixed amount that I'm giving her and she can't ask for anything more, which was like two fifteen. And then when we moved and started this paternity parenting plan thing. It, it moved up to two fifty every two weeks. So 500 bucks a month, which is like around what you would get for child support anyway, around that area. Um, and it was fair because she does have bills and believe it or not, kids are expensive. I want to tell you that you have to start thinking about marriage in these situations because when you have these kids and you are married and you divorce or whatever, then you have rights automatically. You're protected. I can call tonight and she cannot answer the phone. She legally doesn't have to. She doesn't even have to let her see me. Now, I'm such a good father. Madison is not going to put up with that. She's going to be like, I want my dad. Where is my dad? And then Angela will suffer. So she can't do that. But she could legally. So if you're if you're a piece of shit, it doesn't matter what you're going to do because you're going to leave your kids. Um, I don't subscribe to that. I want to be in my children's life. I've been in my children's life. Um, I've been there for my daughter the whole time. I've done so much for her. Kenzie has done so much for her. Her family has done so much for her to make her feel included. And it, it sucks that that she is is uh the way she is that angela uh, yeah angela that's her name that's my ex is the way that she is and that we have to go through these things because really it affects the child if she wants to do that that would affect my daughter who wants to talk to me who enjoys talking to me about her sister that's coming and just all these things so when you're looking for women look for women that you want to marry if you don't want kids then play on player i'm here and all that other shit applies fuck these hoes but if you want children and you're trying to sensibly date or you're just trying to sensibly date you gotta we're, the next episode is gonna be about this because i'm almost at the at the limit i didn't even mean to go this long but you will go through so much over a temporary feeling i remember the way i felt i remember being in love with her but that left a couple months later and i didn't just the BS that you have to go through when she's vindictive, when she's mad that you got another girlfriend and that you're happy here. You know, she, she, the crazy thing, she's upset that I left. I had to, I mean, this is a better situation for, I can actually afford rent and all that and, and send money and be able to, to do that. I couldn't do that if we stayed. How am I supposed to pay all my bills and go see my daughter and pay her? It wasn't going to happen. I had to make, a choice that was difficult, but it ended up working out to be the best. 
in with the parenting plan, I actually see her more than if I saw her every other week. It's just at different times of the year. It's not the ideal schedule because I like seeing her on this consistent basis. But she's going to get more out of it. And I'm going to get more out of it. And our time, the quality of that time is better. It just works out. Everything worked out better. Even with this case, I'm going to I'm going to have rights eventually. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't see this being a negative whatsoever, but it's just the, the BS that you go through. You have to think past your dick. You want to fuck her raw. I get pull out at least at least pull out. You know, at least make it clear. Hey, you know, you can have this kid if you want, but I, I don't want to have children right now. So you either need to. Actually, I don't even want to say it like that. You be more responsible sexually. Put a fucking condom on. Make sure she's on birth control. Whatever you both need, you both have to be responsible because once a child is involved, man, love ain't got nothing to do with why people break up. It has nothing to do with love because you you love each other. That's not the problem. Is the problem is now it's money. Now it's this. Now she's unbearable. I guess you don't love an unbearable bitch, but I'm just saying like these are the things that you're gonna go through when you just make mindless decisions. I don't care how horny you are. Rub it out and then think about it. It ain't worth it. It is never worth it. You hear these girls say, man, this, this pussy A1, no woman, and I know this from experience, no woman's pussy feel that much different than the other one. It's just new. And the excitement of getting something new is what is exciting. So fuck all that other shit. You know, she looks good and all that. Fine. Put a condom on. Make sure she's on birth control. Actually get to know these people. Actually see what their personality is, what they bring to the table. Are they even worth I was going to break up with my ex because she was just dumb. I said, man, read a book or we're going to break up. She was high. She's I don't know if she still smokes marijuana, but she smoked all day, every day. And I just was trying to have a conversation about interesting things because I'm interested in space, uh, uh, theoretical physics. Um, uh, quantum mechanics this this, and that i'm trying to educate myself and become more learned in this and that to just be an interesting person at the time and she couldn't even uh, i don't know what that is i don't she didn't didn't know fuck she didn't know anything i'm like man you are you're stupid like i we can't be together if you don't know anything i remember i like walked away or something i wasn't like harsh about it but i was like man you gotta read something or we i don't know how this is gonna work out you know again i'm not speaking to her character But just like at the time, my thoughts were like, oh, my God, she's dumb. And and I say that, you know, it's really convenient to be able to to say that when you're going to say something mean. Like, oh, I don't mean this, but something mean. I'm not trying to be mean. You know, she's going to her being mean and doing that. That's all going to come back to her. You know how life works. So I don't need to do that. And now I'm at a place in my life where I understand that. But I need you all to realize that. These hoes ain't worth it. Wrap it up. Let's talk about it later.